0: Welcome to Entrepreneur Conundrum with Virginia Purnell, where growing entrepreneurs share how they get visible online. Hi, everyone. Today, I'm talking with Natasha Trafiak and about how she helps wiggly, giggly, bouncy little people learn how to read fast and other adventures. Natasha is a mother of six boys. She's a rugby and CrossFit passionist. She loves all things sparkly and she loves people. Welcome, Natasha. Thank you so much, Virginia.
1: So glad to be here.
0: I'm so excited to have you here today. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself, like your journey to becoming an entrepreneur. Oh my
1: gosh. I, when I was three, would uh, make dandelion necklaces and sell them to anyone that came over to my house. So <laughs> it started young. Uh, as I grew older, I, I, my family kind of told me that making money wasn't a good thing and uh, life got busy. I didn't pursue any of those Um, in my marriage. I was restricted. My husband also didn't like entrepreneurial endeavors. And uh, so I'm a late bloomer. I'm really excited to be getting back to my, my gifts and learning and chasing my entrepreneurial dreams, which were, have been in me
0: from the very beginning. So what do you like, Most of all about what you're doing and your journey. Oh my
1: gosh. There's so, there's so much good. I love the creative side where you have an idea, you put effort into it, you make connections and then all of a sudden you open a box and here are your books, like a concept through to creation. And then all of a sudden like bang, you have something tangible and then when someone sends me a message uh, and a video of their children learning to read with the books i made it's like nothing else you can imagine like uh, i i made that happen i feel very connected to my purpose very fulfilled it's indescribable i think and empowering parents to have like a closer experience, like I, I read in the schools with children, and I saw there 's so much pain because the materials are not they're using aren 't aren't suited as good as they could be. The kids are frustrated, the parents are frustrated, and when I can turn that around and make it a positive experience and, and then I see one of the moms and she starts to cry when she tells me. Um, he read, he loves these books. He thinks he wrote them all just for him. He thinks that, you know, like there's just so much joy in that. There's so much joy for me in doing what I feel like I'm called to do, fulfilling that purpose. There's, there's work, there's things that are not fun, there's things that are painful, but that joy is uh, fuel. Absolutely.
0: That's cool. What are some common mistakes that you see people making, whether it's parents, teachers, that type of thing? when it comes to helping kids read? Oh my gosh, mistake
1: number one, teaching them too many things, too many distractions. If we can simplify it, the only thing a child needs to read is sounds, connecting a sound to a letter, connecting a sound to a group of letters, clear everything else off the table and focus on that. Make it very simple and you can make it quick. Like the practice is quick and painless for your child, or longer, but engaging and fun. Don't drag it out and make it a poor experience. You can do a lot of good with um, quick repetition, you know, a few times a day, literally three or four one minute practices can be a home run for kids. You don't need to slave over it, stretch it out.
0: So a lot of people are like, oh, well they should read 20 minutes a day. So you're suggesting maybe don't have them sit down and do that. For so that period of time at once. I suggest
1: if your child doesn't like to sit, don't make them sit at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so, so they can bounce around the house for 20 minutes and read. <laughs> they, if they want to bounce
1: while they practice their sounds, they will like, actually I learned from an SEAL that the more of your senses that are engaged. So if your kid is busy and, and needs to move, the more things that they're doing at once. So they're moving their, their body and they're squatting and movement engages more of your brain. You will learn faster if you're learning something while you're moving. So I do not see movement as a problem. I see long, boring lessons as a problem. I like one minute repetitions really quick. A child is not going to mind practicing their sounds for one minute. You know, they can do it twice, all the letters of the alphabet in one minute and and then they're gone. And you can do this four times a day. They can do it while they're standing, you know, just open your cupboard and there's your, your list. And they practice, you can use a a laser pointer or a, a pointer or a pencil that your child will be touching the letters. You can involve them and engage them and, uh, and make it a much more pleasant experience for them, which will help you have a much more pleasant
0: experience <laughs> as well. Right? Yeah. I, know for, I know for me, I'm totally a kinesthetic learner, but I didn't get the opportunity to embrace that till after I was done school. Wow. <laughs> right? Wow. And for me, about the only acceptable thing I have found is that I eat during seminars and stuff. <laughs> That's my kinesthetic motion. <laughs>
1: You and I can have fun developing a, a program. <laughs> yeah.
0: Learning <styles. laughs>
1: Yeah, Aesthetic.
0: people tend not to like you going over there and doing jumping jacks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what's an ideal client for you?
1: I love very busy, wiggly, high-energy kids. I find them easy to engage what I do is I add phonics to something they already love so I can you know put letters onto a soccer ball and flip a a flashcard over and tell them the sound and then they have to find the sound on the ball uh busy little people especially you know people that love balls most kids do they will be right into that they will ask you if they can do another phonics lesson Uh, that's not a really quick game but it's a very engaging game something that they enjoy so here's
0: a trivial question how many, little, how many little sections are there on that soccer ball?
1: There is enough to have a few <laughs>
0: blanks after you've done the whole <laughs> Awesome, okay. <laughs> so what are a couple of your goals that you're looking to achieve over the next one to two years or big goals? I'm looking to make
1: how I teach and support parents to get their kids reading, um, easy for them to understand. It's natural for me. Um, it's a little bit harder for me to tell someone else how to do it in the easiest possible way. So I need to hear from the parents. I'm looking over the next year specifically to get feedback on what are lo- the problems they're looking to solve and uh, the specific things that I can help them learn that will just make it a much more natural, convenient and doable process,
0: so. How would that goal change your business? I think once I learned
1: from my market how to help them best, I would be able to help a lot more people. Um, I want I want to have quality information out there that is for everyone. Have it spread quickly, uh, and have it be really effective, because there are people I run into. Who are adults, and when they talk about their experience learning to read, they were one of the busy kids who didn't find it easy and had to work really hard, and they still failed. Uh, those are extremely painful experiences that don't need to happen. They that that person was smart. They just weren't the the teaching was not as simple, simplified, and effective as it could be. As I'm, I'm looking to make it now.
0: Reminds me of this one little graphic that I saw, and it had a variety of animals. Like, let's say there was a fish and a giraffe and an elephant and a monkey and a bird, and then there was like this teacher with a desk. He's like, "All right, go over there and climb that tree, and that then you pass." And it's like, um, <laughs> like, well, we're gonna, the fish is gonna fail, right? Like, he can't climb the tree, and so it reminded me of what you had just said, where. We have to learn how to tailor more of our teaching or our learning opportunities to the way that fits best to each individual.
1: Absolutely. And as well to the age. So we're teaching children to read when they're three, four, five, and their learning style is very different from anyone older. So every child is different, but also they learn differently at different ages. So that's really important too. Um, keep in mind the experience that our our children are going through as they're trying to do this we need to accommodate them smart teacher will accommodate the lesson to their student absolutely I love that analogy the fish the frog the the duck they're all going to excel at different different things the bunny
0: yeah what do you think the number one roadblock is for helping you achieve your goal
1: I struggle to be visible. I can do it. Um, I'm pretty comfortable on camera now because I've just continued to share and um, I've got a lot of feedback. I've, I have been encouraged with, with the people who have been helped by it. Um, but it's easy to get busy doing other things and just avoid it because it's still quite uncomfortable. So being visible for me is a challenge. I've been a mom <laughs> for 25 years, right? I'm really good at wiping noses and staying out, uh, you know, like just taking care of kids and and kind of being in the shadows. A challenge, yeah, a good challenge. Um, and I'm gonna keep keep at it, yeah. But being visible, it's kind of
0: scary. So it's the saying? It's like, be comfortable with the uncomfortable.
1: Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> I
0: love discomfort.
1: I <laughs> eat it for breakfast every day. <laughs> <laughs> you need discomfort cereal. Start your day right. Be uncomfortable. <laughs> be like little pieces of Lego.
0: <laughs> in your cereal. So what's working for you right now to attract more business?
1: Um... You know, I have my, my page, my Facebook page, um, where people are looking for help, they're there. I make my videos, I share my, my content. Uh, anytime I find someone with a child who's struggling, I connect with them, I give them tips. Uh, I think just doing as much as I can to help people uh, and, and serve them and solve that problem as, as best as I can, um, it, spreads, it spreads me. I like to go, I wanna go deep. I'm not gonna go do something that just reaches a lot of people but doesn't do a great deal of good. I wanna go deep and help people tremendously, and then have that at whatever point it spreads, it will, it will spread the way I want it to. Cool.
0: You had mentioned about doing lives on your Facebook page. Is there anything else that you're doing to get visible and to be out there?
1: Um, I share them on my homepage. Um, I've connected with homeschool groups. Um, I've gone into the schools. I actually made um, a literacy boot camp, so a, a literacy obstacle course, kind of slash boot camp, I can call it either one. And it's so physically engaging. Um, and I it started when I was tutoring. It's just very different from what's out there and uh, it works excellent. And so I started taking these things to different areas. Like I said, the schools and the homeschoolers. And it was, it was, a, I got a fantastic response. I learned so much about my kids and my families. And uh, it kind of leads into the one year project. I want to continue learning from them. But yeah taking my most unique and effective parts to different, to different areas to my, to my market.
0: Cool. Going to switch gears a little bit on you. What's the best advice that you've ever received?
1: Best advice I've ever received. I love Robert Kiyosaki's um, spend less than you earn and buy assets over liabilities. Anyone who does that, it doesn't matter how much or how little you make, you will be wealthy at the end of your life if you follow those 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 words. He's brilliant. So, yeah, that's always very key. <laughs> yeah, that's like the basics. Yeah, I, I tell I tell my kids and their friends, <laughs> anyone <laughs> that they bring into my house, I I, I definitely quiz them. I see them well. What's the best advice you've ever given? The most effective advice I've ever given would be about kindness, um, and it came from a very um, vulnerable story in my life where my son was kind to me when I had treated him very bad and he taught me kindness and, and it it transformed my ability to be a mom when I started being kind to myself. And so when I can come into a situation where I get that advice across, when someone needs to hear that, it is so powerful. When they can learn to be kind to themselves, the power of kindness there's nothing like it nothing it's it's there's no alternative to treating ourselves well how that will transform our life in every single area in our relationships in our business everything a nice balance between between you know accountability and and kindness but it's very very powerful
0: listen good thank you you're welcome is there anything that you would like to share that I haven't asked
1: you yet? Um, I want to share to anyone out there who, who has a heart to do, to do something to create something. Um, if you, if you, ha- if you don't, why not ask yourself what do you want to create with your, with your life, with your time? What do you want to have done by the time you look back and you're at the end? Ask yourself that question. And if you already know you want to do something, I just want to encourage you to. Don't stop. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be imperfect. Don't stop. You just continue to get better and connect yourself with people who, who are going to be telling you exactly what I'm telling you. Just don't stop. You, you don't have to do things perfectly. You just have to not stop. Good words. And
0: I have a question. (laughs) So did you learn kind of these principles and rules that you've put together to share with others from teaching your six boys how to read?
1: Oh my gosh. So it, it's, that's my passion. That was my favorite thing doing. Right. So I homeschooled for 13 years. I have six sons in my introduction, so they're not easy to teach, to read, (laughs) but uh, they're not easy to do a lot of things, but I, I loved teaching them to read. I loved the cuddling. I, I loved, I loved the stories. It was such a fantastic experience for me. And and when um, they went to school, my mentor at the time, he's like, you got to do something that you're passionate about. And I, I just went straight to the school and I started helping kids read. And um, that's, yeah, that's where it came from. Just following my, my passion and, and uh, working at giving my best contribution and sharing my gifts with my community. Yeah, you betcha. That's exactly, it's, it's from following what I feel compelled to do and what brings
0: me joy. Well, I'd like to thank you for being here with us today, Natasha. How can people find out more about you and what you do? Um, I have a Facebook group, uh, group
1: called Your Kid Can Read Like a Boss. So you can find me there or you can just message me at tashtrafiak at yahoo.ca. T-A-S-H-T-R-A-F as in Fox, I-A-K at yahoo.ca. And if you have any questions, any challenges, any struggles? Sometimes I can just this very simple, small concept, uh, and you are good to go. You will be flying. So don't hesitate to reach out. I love doing this. It's it brings me joy. So please contact me.
0: Sounds good. Thanks again for being on Natasha, and we'll keep in touch.
1: So good to see you, Virginia. Love you, girl. Have a great day.
0: Bye bye. Thank you so much for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe and leave some love through a review and I'll catch you on the next episode.